Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to The Great Retention with Camber Parker, sponsored by The Yo Pro Know. I'm Camber, your young professional expert and founder of The Yo Pro Know, where we bring you the answers you need to know about how to attract and retain the best talent, starting with the young professionals you work with. There are a lot of young professional fish in the sea, as I like to say, but how do you catch them? And what do you do once you reel them in? That's where we come in today. Today, we're doing something a little different. I have a little surprise for you. We actually don't have a guest. I am going to be speaking today on some really relevant topics that we are seeing based on the news, the media, and our our own clients, and some of the challenges that they are facing as it pertains to attracting, understanding, developing, and more importantly, retaining the next generation of talent. So hopefully this resonates with some of you. I'm going to go and, and talk about some of these challenges and then dive into more specific examples and then share some services that we offer and that we know of that can help you if some of this resonates and you feel like you are maybe ready to take the next step. So it's going to be, like I said, a little different today, but I'm excited about it and we would love to hear your thoughts and hear if you liked it too. So first, let's just kind of cover the basics, which is why Why are we here? Why does the Yoprono exist? So when I started this as a blog back in 2018, had a very different idea of what this would turn into. I'm obviously very grateful for what it has turned into and 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 really the journey that, that I've experienced because it's been really fun. I've learned so much. But more importantly, in, in this current state, what we have found is with the aging workforce, the baby boomers who are exiting the workforce at rapid rates and the rise of new careers that were not around 20 years ago, we're starting to see just a huge gap, right? There are more jobs available than there are talent. And we've got a lot of young professionals that continue to job hop. They continue leaving companies because the communication is poor, among other things. Maybe they're not getting paid what they need to just survive in this economy, right? We all know about that and what's happening right now. Some people are struggling to to really pay their bills. And so what we're seeing is this really big shift in the workforce. And so the YoProno exists to, yes, help companies attract and retain young talent. But more than that, we're here to really bring our data to the table in these workforce development conversations. So by going and, and working with these organizations that are across the state, across the country, and working with companies on a, on a really just singular level to help them raise this next generation of talent, we believe we're doing our part. And so thankfully, in in the time since I've started the company, we've got five really amazing staff members. It's not just me doing this anymore. And I just feel so strongly about that mission. And so I think it's really important. I don't I don't get to share it on this show very much. But to me, that is our our mission. That's what's going to carry us in these next few years. So thanks. If you're if you're still interested and you're still listening, then hopefully you can you can kind of join us for that part of the journey. Now, some challenges that we're seeing with our clients and and some companies that we've had the pleasure and the privilege of talking to, some challenges that they have shared with us are, are these. And I'm sure some of these will not be surprising to you. One is just return to work. What the heck do do we do for return to work? Return to work, right? Um, do we offer flexible options? Do we offer hybrid? What does that look like? I'll tell you my answer in a little bit. Motivations of young professionals. This is a challenge for companies to understand. They don't know what to do to motivate them to work hard. Uh, Newsflash, young professionals can work hard. If you feel like they are not, maybe the way that you're engaging them is not right. And sometimes it's not the right fit. I don't want to say it's always on the company. But again, just we'll talk more about that later. A lack of work ethic and drive 
from young professionals, communication, it's going in one ear, out the other. They're entitled, the sense of entitlement, right? Coming in saying, we we need experienced professionals to do this for us. Um, that is something I hear pretty much all the time. Not coming into work on time. You tell them to come in at eight. They come in at 8.30 and they say, oh, sorry, I didn't know what you meant. Uh, you might hear that as well. And then they're just struggling to attract the right talent, uh, let alone just hiring right now is, is pretty much a frenzy in every industry that I talk to. So if any of these sound relevant and resonate with you, then you might want to stay around uh, because we're going to talk about some other trends that we're starting to see um, and some things that are really, really impactful. So the first one I want to mention and talk about is this concept of, of communication, right? Communication has always been hard, right? It's always something that impacts people in the workplace. One of the things that has not surprised me this year, but about my business is we offer intergenerational communication workshops. It is not the only workshop we offer, but it pretty much is the only one that I do these days because it is the most popular. It is the number one requested workshop. And I have to ask myself, why is that? Why does that happen? Well, when I originally just actually share the concept of this workshop, typically what people say is, well, we like the fact that you're coming in and, and you're talking about how all generations can communicate versus just coming into leadership and saying, you need to communicate with young people this way and you need to do this, this, and this to make them happy. That's not going to resonate with the full crowd, right? When when all generations can come together and work better together, that's going to make an impact. And a lot of the times what can really impact communication is not making assumptions, right? Asking the young talent what motivates them, right? We talked about motivations and understanding motivations is a challenge. If you just ask them and actually uh, talk through it with them, you'll be surprised for to what you actually find. And on the flip side, in some of these trainings, Experienced professionals also need to be heard and seen. So young professionals need to understand the motivations and the drivers and the behaviors of experienced professionals. And so that is what we do in that training specifically. Um, it's really, really important for me that we share a lot of data there because I want companies to use the data, see the data, and then make educated decisions for themselves based on the industry, based on the size, what works for them. But at the end of the day, communication has always been a problem. How communication is defined by different generations is what continues to change. So young people have a very different way of communicating. And the sooner that you realize that as leaders and experienced professionals, the better. And so again, that's really what that workshop kind of kind of goes through. And the one other piece under this communication topic that I want to cover is setting clear expectations, right? Communication can't be clear unless expectations are set up front. I often talk to companies that will say, again, the time coming in late to work thing, you know, they they come in at 10, they leave at four. I ask, do they are they getting the work done that you need? Well, yeah. Well, then what's the problem? Well, they need to come in at nine and leave at five. That's what, what I do as the baby boomer leader. Now, again, very different for industries. If you work a shift and you're late for a shift that you need to be, you know, physically in laboring outside, right? That might that be an issue. But if you have a, a desk job where you can get the job done at home, 
my recommendation is it, of course, depends on what the leader needs and what the culture really, really consists of. But if you're that leader, what I'm asking you is how was that communicated? How was, did you clearly communicate they need to be in at nine and then leave at five? Because if you don't clearly communicate that in the way that they need to be communicated with, it's probably not going to happen. Again, remember that going in one ear, out the other. And so that's a hard pill for some experienced professionals to swallow. But you, again, have to look back at the behaviors and what young professionals have grown up with in their coming of age. All of that impacts communication in the workplace today. So wish I could talk a lot more about that. But it's just something that I want to point out. And, and maybe if it resonates with you, feel free to reach out. I would love to have a conversation with you about that. Uh, the next topic that I want to cover is the power of social media in attracting and recruiting top talent. If you have followed me for a while, you've seen a lot of our content probably about social media. We post a lot of newsletters and blogs. We've talked about it in some, some podcast episodes recently. Social media is the low-hanging fruit in attracting and retaining talent. If you have a strong social media strategy that has a strong foundation in attracting and retaining talent, you will be far ahead of your competitors, your peers in the industry and beyond. And I'm going to tell you why. 69.7% of young professionals will look at social media before even applying to a job. Doesn't mean they're not going to look at your website at all, but they're going to your social media channels first. So what do your social media channels need to look like? They need to look authentic. They need to have an authentic brand that shows young professionals, one, what it looks like to work in the office. Two, it needs to have videos because that is the number one form of, of content that is consumed by this young professional talent. Bonus points if you have closed captioning because that's another thing that young people love to see. Sometimes they just really don't want to look at a video when they're commuting or wherever they are with sound. So keep that in mind. Um, we know that attracting talent and top talent is a challenge, right? So what if what if we could use social media for attracting purposes and so many companies are just not doing that? That's a lot of our research on, on our side of the house. We look and see what companies are doing this really well and we highlight and promote companies that are doing it really well. So attract talent with a strong strategy in place attract talent by reaching them where they are, which is social media. Young professionals are digital natives. And then the second piece of that is you can actually retain talent using social media, okay? Once they're already in the pipeline, they're already in your office, how can you do that? One, you can use recognition posts. So if you're uh, a team that has an Instagram, a LinkedIn channel, and you want to post uh, a team appreciation post, or maybe you want to post something when somebody passes a certification, these are really easy steps for your team to take that makes a young professional feel valued, makes them feel important. And when you look back at, at how they were raised, right, in the, the digital social media world, we're used to, to being liked, tagged, shared, all of our photos, our entire lives. That transfers into the workplace and they feel special when you do that. And it doesn't take much, right? So really encourage people to do that. You can also utilize YouTube. YouTube is pretty staggering when you look at this next generation. 88% of Gen Zers are on YouTube. Uh, YouTube Shorts in particular is a really, really powerful tool. You can repurpose your videos on Instagram or TikTok, repurpose it into this YouTube short format. Um, I'm not 100% sure on the dimensions exactly, but what's important here is can you educate your talent? 
can you educate and, and teach them through videos on social media that they're already part of, they're already using? Um, and then can you engage talent when they're in the office already through polls? And maybe you want to survey them on social media. Where would you rather go for happy hour this week, et cetera, et cetera? These are just, again, just kind of really touching, scratching the surface here. But these are just some ideas and, and really showing why social media is so powerful because, again, almost 60, 70% of young professionals will go to your social media before they actually apply. So remember that uh, next time you're talking about that. And our last topic that I want to cover, and again, just really scratching the surface today on a lot of these areas is, is talking about culture. So if you remember some of the challenges that I shared earlier, we know that a lot of our clients and, and beyond our clients are really struggling with this return to work and flexible work option. So if you go on social media, um, you know, we were just talking about social what we're seeing right now is a lot of people, influencers making fun of the return to work saga, because back in 2020, a lot of companies, they they got rid of their offices. They said, we're family first. We want you to take care of yourselves, take care of your health. We're never going to go back into the office again. Then 2021 happened, 2022 happened. People slowly started saying, well, we're going to go into the office three days a week. Now we're going back five days a week. And it's really uh, hurt a company's chances for really losing some really top talent. Um, I have we've interviewed thousands of young professionals who have told us that hybrid is what they want. Um, Sixty-seven percent of young professionals would prefer a hybrid workforce. What that means is not being at home working from their laptops four days a week, right? It could mean they want to be in the office four days a week and just at home once a week. They want the flexibility. And if you are in the office five days a week, um, you know, eight hour, nine hour days or more, you're probably going to lose out on some top talent because Gen Z is expecting the flexibility and, and the flexible options. So again, you can use this data or not. It's it's totally up to you. But when I hear that as a company leader, I'm thinking, how can I offer some flexibility because I don't want to miss out on that top talent? So that's something that's really important here. And then the other piece of, of culture is understanding motivations, right? A flexible workforce is one of those motivations. And so there's some other, other kind of key opportunities um, really surrounding the motivations of young talent that I just want to touch on. And this is all from our recent report on the current state of young professional talent. You can find that uh, all over our website, all on our social media channels. We just hit over a thousand downloads and it was released back in July. So I'm super excited about that. Um, we covered, we interviewed over a thousand young professionals for this specific report from all, all different industries across uh, the country. And we found some really great takeaways. And a couple of those that I want to share are, these are a couple of motivations when we look at professional development in the workforce. 78% said mentorship was really critical and, and something that they, if they don't see at a company, they will pretty, they're, they're very likely to not work for that company because they think that's so important. 78%. 62% uh, are really looking for a fast growth track. They don't want to be in the same position for five years. They, they're they looking to have those growth opportunities. And again, when you look at what we were raised with, with uh, one, we were the participation trophy generation. So that, that kind of speaks for itself. And two, we grew up with the instant gratification of social media at our fingertips. And that transfers into the workplace. So you have to kind of look at it that way. 
Three, uh, about 30% say that community impact is very significant in their professional development opportunities. So can they go for a lunch meeting if they want to be on a board? Can they take a day and it's an actual paid day off where they get to go and work in the community. Um, those are some some things that they're looking for that they that will motivate them to join a company and then motivates them to stay engaged. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. 29% say that this is an important factor in professional development and culture at their company. So we're looking at not just diversity in terms of the color of your skin. We're looking at, you know, are you diverse for uh, an accessible work crowd? Are you looking at being accessible for people that have disabilities, for people from all different spiritual and religious backgrounds and their sexualities? That's what this next generation is looking for. And I've said it before on the show, but uh, Gen Z in particular is the most diverse generation in U.S. history. They're not just looking for this. And when they're looking at at hiring uh, or excuse me, at joining a company, they are expecting it. And so that's, you know, that's a pretty significant impact when you look at it that way for for your attracting and retaining talent methods. And then 27 percent look at a company that values proactive health awareness. Mental health, we all know, is something that has certainly uh, taken a big lead in, in terms of conversations in the workforce. A lot of companies still are not doing enough. This is another thing that young professionals are really not just looking for, they're expecting. And so these are some drivers and some motivators when people say, I don't understand what motivates this next generation of talent. We've got the answers all here. And so I encourage you to take a look at that report if you have not already, because there's a lot of other nuggets of information. And you might notice that compensation is not on here. That is not because it is not important to young talent. There were actually 20% of the people we interviewed who said that is the most important thing but a lot of others said there were there were other important factors for them. And so again, they want really strong communication and pay that makes them feel valued, which again, everybody wants that. So the last thing I'll share is if this is something that is worth exploring to you, worth uh, being, maybe you're a little bit more interested than you were before. One of the services that we offer is our customized YoPro assessment strategy and roadmap. So what we do is we take a look in 30 days or less, we take a look at your social media efforts, your marketing efforts, and how likely they are to attract and retain talent right now. We take a look at your your peers. What are they doing? What are maybe some gaps in the industry that we could be elevating and, and getting you ahead of? And then we look at your recruiting and attracting and retention practices currently. And we assess all of that and we put that all together in a roadmap for you. Um, I love the concept roadmap because it really helps us uh, conceptualize what we're doing. So think of it as as you're on your journey to increased recruiting and retention of young professional talent and this future generation. So we hand you this this really wonderful roadmap and strategy, and then you get to take it and run with it. We like to say it's where HR and marketing meet. If you're looking for support implementing it, that's something we also offer. But just that roadmap alone is something that would be a great first step if you are looking at proactive ways to better attract and develop your upcoming workforce. I think that that's something that we don't highlight enough. But if you have listened this far and you're interested in learning more, feel free to set up a call with us on our website and and definitely contact me if you have any questions. So to wrap things up, really appreciate y'all y'all's time listening to this. 
This has been just an incredible journey for me. I have done so much reflecting in the past year. We just uh, are a little bit over our one-year mark of taking the business full-time. And honestly, every day I, I wake up and I think, how lucky I am to be able to do this every day and how um, how fate sometimes is kind of a crazy thing. And I never thought that when I was 21 working in a job that I hated um, would turn out to be such a positive thing for me in my future. And so now just to, I always like to clarify, I'm very grateful for that first job because if it had not happened, then I would not be here. So again, just thank you to everyone who has continued to support me and continues to listen or watch this podcast and to support us because we are just getting started. The Yopreno has a long way to go. And thanks again for listening today. So really appreciate y'all joining us on The Great Retention with Camber Parker. Before you go, remember this one last time. Young Professionals make up nearly half of the workforce today and are expected to jump at a rapid pace in this next decade. What will you do to help them become the great leaders we need for our future? Join us next time for more information on how to attract and retain young professionals. We've got a great season coming up for you. Thanks again. We'll see you next time. 